0: Episode 42, Matt Lovell. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Worlds they live by. For example, put the cookie down. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, Yoda questions, yin-yang, the alpha round, and their wake-up question to finish.
1: This episode is sponsored by the Alpha Way Intensive. This is where we get six aspiring or current alpha men, and we take them away to the coast, and we just take them to another level. So if you're interested in that, we have South Coast UK, the first ever one, on very early, first week in September, three three days you need to be available. And then we move over two weeks later, around the 19th, 20th, 21st, to the West Coast USA. So if you're interested in EVA, just get in touch, reach out, mail support at Awaken Your Alpha or the Alpha Way at Awaken Your Alpha. For two nights of intense alpha building, physical, spiritual, mental, business, body, belief, balance, there are only six spots and this is going out to over 10,000 alphas all over the world. Don't let your location be a limiting factor. It's completely up to you. You are in control of your life and you make that decision. With me in my team of alpha trainers, we have some of the best minds, bodies, and stories from around the globe. And they will be coming to really get intense with you guys and show you the alpha way.
0: Get to the podcast. Right guys, we have a very useful one that everybody listening can instantly take away something from this episode and put it into your day absolutely today. We have elite sports nutritionist Matt Lovell. Alpha nutrition is what we're talking about today. And you know a little bit of background about Matt. He um, obviously is elite sport nutritionist. Um, he's worked with loads of top sports people. Um, he's worked for premiership football teams he, he is currently the consultant to Tottenham Hotspur and Manchester City. Um, in 2002, this is something that stands out to me as a rugby fan. He was working with the legendary England rugby team, that um, Clive Woodward's team that lifted the World Cup in 2003. That is the famous one. Um, and again, still continues this role, working with the England team and was a member of the team against all odds that reached the final of 2007 Rugby World Cup. Um, and currently helping them prepare for the, world cup 2015 um yes so his clients include a lot of rugby teams london Wasps, london Rush, saracens leicester rugby clubs and again all in any alpha i mean if you want more many you don't can't get much more of an alpha than a team of full-on warriors that play rugby so um he runs his own elite performance-based company and at athletes and corporations includes all of the health-related performance, and he's written popular fat loss program four-week four week fat loss and regenerate a muscle-building anabolic program. Whew. Matt, you've done a lot. Are you ready to awaken your alpha?
2: Thanks. That was a great
0: intro. Appreciate that. Um, no worries.
2: I guess um, yeah, work. it's interesting you said that working in elite sport. So you are looking at people which would probably have profiles compared with other with other players. Um, <clears throat> at, at, at that particular level across you know across sports you know and then and then what I do is all about maximizing that in order to get them to um perform at their best really that's it. that can be a challenge but also you know a good a good fun challenge at times um a lot of it boils you know really back down to what you eat that's that's what what I specialize in you know what what you eat how you drink um how you hydrate and then what type of supplementation pro- protocols you use, what type of blood tests you use, what type of
0: hormone tests you use, what would you like to learn more about? Oh man, this is just like an untapped res- resource here, like we, we've we not had any major nutritionists on yet, I was, um, Nate Green was supposed to come on, but he's a little bit busy at the moment hopefully we'll get him on later from Precision Nutrition so, oh, yeah. I mean it's more like, what do I not want to know, because I want we want to know it all but the, the way the, the Awaken Your Alpha is, I, I want to go quite high level because this is the thing. You deal with the elite level and kind of the resources and the way you work is for elite sportsmen ultimately to get the best performance out of their body. So we want to give a little little slice of that knowledge to to the guy who's looking to get the best out of his body for whatever he chooses to do with it. Um, so, but Firstly, I want to know a little bit more about you. I want to know your origins. How did... Because again, if I was a nutritionist, I would want your job. Like, I'm sure most nutritionists would love to be involved in sort of how you managed to get involved. So, how do you get from little Matt to going, again, it stands out to me, to the World Cup 2002 and working with that team? Well, um, I started out. Um, in terms
2: of performance, I started out as a as a personal trainer. The first my first sort of training uh, experience was learning karate. They put on some free classes at school, and then I then I got completely obsessed with Bruce Lee. So I was reading.
0: <laughs> nothing wrong what, with
2: you? that. He's, he is an. Uh, <laughs> both my mum and my dad w- were real foodies when when I was growing up, so I'd uh, I'd be exposed to sort of adaptogens, Chinese herbs, macrobiotic diet, everything was organic, cooked from scratch. So there was a grounding there, which was probably a little bit unusual when you compared it with some, you know, the other kids in my peer
0: group. So so then... So I guess that kind of became your norm, like it, you're coming up with all that sort of good level of nutrition coming in, um, and that's your norm. It was the norm, yeah. That was exactly, why wouldn't you eat like that? That was yeah, the type of thing. Of yeah, once you've peeled back the curtain, it's, it's, there's no going back. <laughs> there's no going back. And then, and then um, I, I, I went through sort of more formal
2: academic-based training and came out of college with a, a degree in um, political philosophy. and Within a couple of years of doing odd jobs, painting, decorating, opened a copy of Time Out and read about these guys, these PTs in, uh, in New York. Um, you know, earning like $35 an hour just was that, was that, training people.
0: Was that John Romanello? <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: it was pre his time. I think he's a that's bit younger than me. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: but anyway, so it was a sort of real novel concept that you could actually get paid to good money um, to, to train people. And then I, that was a sort of a, a sunshine moment where I just thought, yeah, okay, that's what I'm going to do. That took a couple of years. Then, then um, started my own company in the city. Did that for five years. Two years into that, retrained as a, nu- as a um, nutritional therapist, and got, you know got a qualification in clinical nutrition. And in the last year, uh, uh, last year doing that, my tutor was working in a clinic on Harley Street uh, under a guy called Dr. Adam Perry, who incidentally he would be good to go on the show. He's, he's, he's another alpha. Brilliant. We do ask for recommendations. The Centre for Nutritional Medicine was looking after a load of players from Saracens, um, and they did so well that the program got expanded to look after all the England players. Clinic that, that work started in like nineteen ninety nine. I started at the clinic about two thousand. Then and timing is everything. <laughs> timing is everything. It was It was luck, you know. It's luck and hard work, like all these yeah. things. Um, being in the right place at the right time, but then knowing what to do when you get the opportunity. And then, and then the RFU employed us full-time from 2002, 18 months before the 2003 Rugby World Cup. And I think we, we got the jump on the other international teams back, in, back at that time, you know, because we were ahead of the game, which I don't think we are now. I think, I think a lot of the t- other teams are caught up now in terms of, you know, clinical nutrition, performance nutrition, all the supplementation pro- protocols I think will be pretty much equivocal, equivocal
0: across international
2: rugby teams. Yeah.
0: Like you say, it's like an arms race. And uh, things spring to mind as soon as one group or team or nation takes a, a big jump on everyone, everyone gets caught sleeping and a big shock. And then very quickly they, they catch up because they copy or see or get find out. Uh, always springs to mind someone like uh, the first time Someone put a big six foot four New Zealander on the wing against England. That was like people might have thought it's a bit too big for a winger, but uh, we soon saw that that's how you do it. <laughs> that's how you do it, and then he's just running through three or four yeah. players at now, once. Yeah, and that just didn't look fair. That was, uh, yeah, that was a big jump ahead in the arms race at that stage. <laughs> that work obviously led on to
2: other teams, and it's all word of mouth really. I do spend a, quite a lot of time, you know, thirty forty percent of my time with corporates. So, you know, it's not just performance for the elite athlete, it's performance on all levels, you know, cognitive performance, professional performance in the the workplace, in the corporate arena, having to maintain uh, high levels of concentration for like, you know, brokers, head fund managers, that type of people. Then there's a hell of a lot of recreational athletes now into triathlon, cycling. Um, white-collar boxing, all those types of things. So what I do is essentially really, a, it's not about curing disease or anything like that because you can't even say that type of thing anymore, but it's it's really about bringing um, balance back to the body. So in terms of, like, like people that want to excel in performance, the way that you excel in performance is by creating a severe state of imbalance mm. in the body through training, weights, playing a sport at a high level which will completely deplete reserves destroy tissues break it's a breakdown process for yeah. highly destructive and the quicker the quicker the human can then return to what what's termed homeostasis or rebalance those systems we have the capacity when we do whenever we do that and we replenish and repair properly that we rebuild at a slightly higher capacity than we built that we built back before yeah. So really that's that's all about how quickly can you adapt to and recover between training sessions and uh, on a very on a very simple level you, then you're looking at energy balance so you're looking at the right kind of macronutrient ratios protein fat carbohydrates replenishing the carbohydrate reserve rapidly but not in a way which is going to increase insulin resistance yep so all all the all the protocols will begin by making someone as insulin sensitive or helping them utilize their carbs in the most efficient manner possible that's the first thing that happens so that would be the obvious stuff like stripping out all
0: processed refined carbs. Oh, yeah, that, that's my first portal if i'm dealing with anyone and i mean like you say you to start with you don't need to be going too complicated like that the big simple things getting them right they're where the big gains are and then it's like someone like yourself dealing at the higher end when you people are obviously already got a good level of nutrition whereas you want the elite level of nutrition yeah well that that process i called it the cleanup and it
2: yeah. it shouldn't be rocket science but for a lot of people it is and <laughs> and it's when, a plastic wrapper don't eat it <laughs> exactly. And when you, but when you're dealing with a hormone as powerful as insulin and then the implications that excessive insulin has on, on all other parameters in the body, on inflammation, uh, on the insulin cortisol seesaw, so long long time you're going to increase uh, adrenal
0: stress just by taking the wrong kind of yeah. carbohydrates. Well, it's interesting to know because I know obviously the, it's like a vicious circle with higher cortisol levels, you know, str- it makes it harder to sleep, which gets you more stress, which is more cortisol. How, what would be your best thing for dealing with someone who's, because again, a lot of people who are coming in listening to this. Well, stress is everywhere type thing. What are some good tactics to try and get the, the cortisol levels down or stress levels down through nutrition potentially? I'd be interested in that. So initially there's, there's three states
2: of stress to keep things simple. Initially you'll have a heightened stress response, which will mean increased cortisol response, increased release of stress hormones, adrenaline, uh noradrenaline, <clears throat> and that will be as as prolonged as you perceive the, the, the stressor to occur. So the perception of stress has got a lot to do with how your body will uh, mount a stress response. Okay, and then what happens if that response is prolonged and maintained without a necessary adaptive um, protocols? Then you will be then no longer able to mount a sufficient stress response. So that would be stage two, adrenal hypofunction. So you might still be able to produce a bit of cortisol in the morning, say, but then it will drop off at night. And then stage three would be if you flat if you flatline, so you then unable to produce many adrenal or stress hormones at all. The best way to measure that is with an adrenal stress index test. So if you're not if you're not testing the saliva, you're really you're really you know, stabbing in the dark, pretty much. You don't. You wouldn't know which type of protocol to use. So the protocols for an initial stage of heightened stress response would be very difficult to the ones you'd use when you flatline. In fact, they'd
0: be entirely different. Um, so what you're saying is, unless, you, I mean, getting to that level, unless someone's actually taking a, some a saliva test, they are kind of making a bit of a guesstimation and doing the best, best judgment they can, really.
2: Yeah, so an example of this would be the use of phosphatidylserine, which they chuck into all kinds of adrenal um, complexes, uh, it's a phospholipid which can directly lower cortisol levels. Now that's brilliant in the initial stages of stress, yeah. Because particularly, say at night, but if you wanted to bring your cortisol levels down to normal, normal um, levels, so you can produce enough melatonin to go into deep REM sleep, which is your restorative sleep. Now, so if you've got heightened cortisol at, say, 10 p.m., um, you might want to use a cortisol-suppressing agent such as phosphatidylserine. You could use that at night, and that, then that would enable you to release your, your sort of nighttime hormones more efficiently. You could also use a serotonin or melatonin precursor, such as 5-HTP. But without, without that knowledge, then you're not going to know what to use at the right time. And if they're flatlining, and you use something like that, then you're just going to
0: push them into a deeper fatigue. No, definitely. I mean, this is just, obviously, I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to this sort of stuff, but I'm, my nutrition has got so much space to improve. Um, I just hope we're not going over the top of some people's heads and all these sort of numbers and these specific um, sort of things you're talking about. Don't worry, guys. I will put anything that's like useful that we can use, I will be putting that on the show notes. so You can click on it with links to it and things. So don't, don't worry. As long as you're getting the overall message, it's all good. Um, Matt, I just want to, um, we usually start somewhere near the start. We try, we try and get a, like an alpha success quote, something that you live your life by and sort of has kept you on the path to going down this route. Is there anything that springs to mind? <clears throat> I think everything really boils back down to staying
2: positive. Hmm. My, my, my underlying driver for maintaining motivation is to, to help people. So I, I want everyone I've come into contact with to leave me and the conversations they've had with me with, by feeling a little bit better, uh, either about themselves or armed with some information that can make them improve when they go off and you know, change their own behaviors and change their own habits. But that, that attitude, is, is, it's, you know, it's as much about balancing blood glucose and taking all the right kinds of foods and supplements but then there's that extra thing. It's mentally how you as a person approach every day. Yeah. Look at the positives in any situation. Put a spin on them. Work a way out of anything which is really nasty, really adverse, so that you can, you can have a, a positive outcome from the, every type of situation. You've got the eat, sleep, train triangle. That's essential for performance, but in the middle, you could draw a little smiley face. <laughs> and without the little smiley face,
0: yeah. it doesn't matter. The eat, sleep, train doesn't really matter. No, and I like it the way you said, it. Just that, even that, the visualization of a smiley face, because I've like seen and I've done ex, you know, seen experiments where they do studies with the smiley face and just the impact that has to your, your mental ability and even physical ability. Um, and, and, and coming from an elite background in sport, I've had coaches who are all about the smiley face, and I've had coaches who are not. And they're, they're, they're the other way. And I know what got the best performance out of me in training sessions and competing. And it was definitely leaning towards the smiley face, man. You know, the phrase, the phrase where, the, where the mind goes, the body will follow. That's so, that's so true. But, but um, I was just going to ask, Matt. It just, it just popped into my head. So in the build-up to the, the World Cup uh, winning side in sort of 2002, 2003... In that environment, when obviously it's a high pressure situation, potentially a good chance of good potential for stress, um, and obviously you're covering the nutrition, was the attitude in the camp very positive? And in that environment, yeah, we're trying our best, we're covering all angles, this is serious, but we are, you know, we're enjoying it, we're trying to go at it with a, with a happy attitude, happy face, or was it kind of this is serious and uh, taking it very seriously? How, did, how, how was the mood in, the, in that build up? Clive built an
2: absolutely incredible environment in terms of no stone was left unturned, performance-wise. I mean, there was every type of coach you could think about, from um, you know people to increase like reaction time through visual training techniques. Um, you had you had us, all the nutritionists, Adam and myself down there. There was all the physical preparation coaches and then all the skill-based coaches. Um, the environment was highly competitive between players, and it was
0: a very tight ship. Mm-hmm. So I think that was more were players like to... anxious and worried because like they were fighting for places, let like you say the biggest competition it's almost for that team was within the team to get the spots because it was such a high standard. It was
2: such a high standard and you, you know you probably had five or six very, very good leaders all on the pitch at the same time. So uh, an excellent environment at that time, very conducive to um, to winning. But, you know, the, the environment's changed. I've been, I've been in the fortunate place to see different styles of management and yeah. different ways that people can get to win. And we we came very close to winning another World Cup in 2007
0: yeah, I can't yeah. believe that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. think
2: that was that was impressive. Very impressive, and that and that was completely, in my opinion, completely player driven. That was led from the bottom up. Okay. So the, the you
0: know the, it was a, diff, a, a very different environment. Was, how many of the original team from the World Cup winners though were left? Because I just know recently the last Mike Tyndall, the last World Cup winner, has finally retired. At the end of an era. Yeah, there's none left now. But in 2007, how many were there? Not that many. A handful, a a handful. Joe Worsley, Martin Corey, Phil Vickery. This is our, like, awaken question. When did it all start to uh, change for you and, like, go up on another level? It's it's up to you whether you want to, like, say, the time when you decide to become a personal trainer, the time when you just, all of a sudden, the light bulb, you decide to delve more into nutrition, or the time when, all of a sudden, you're in nutrition, and then you got involved or had the opportunity, because a lot of people would have floated past the opportunity to get fully involved because that's not going to drop in your lap. Something getting involved with the England rugby team, you had to at some point hustle to get that. I've trained very hard over
2: my whole life, um, and at times completely overtrained. So I was aware of fatigue related, you know, the detrimental effects that you can get from overtraining syndrome, adrenal burnout, and stuff like that. So I learned all about that on a personal level. So then, I had to go through a journey of sort of self-discovery and testing uh, to get out of that, and rebuild and rebuild to the alpha I am today. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But no,
0: I honestly feel better now at 43 than I did at 25. I was going to say, in, in this journey, then, is our like Yoda question: Who helped awaken your alpha? Who helped guide you? Well, I had various various tutors along the way, people like Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, he was a very strong um, mentor for me through his books, the last living samurai is called Tessu. He he wrote a book called The Sword and No Sword, yep. and and he he was another source of inspiration. So some sort of fix, fictional, non-fictional characters like that. Arnold Schwarzenegger was a big a hey. big uh, <laughs> motivational character along along the way, and then there's all kinds of practitioners that I've had. Been fortunate enough to be exposed to I mean there's too many probably to list here but there'll be 20 or so people that I've either spent time in intern- interning with or in the early years took me on as under their wing yeah. um, and basically I, you know I learned I learned the, the way to practice learn good clinical skills from them
0: uh, pretty much as an apprentice oh, we're gonna go straight into the alpha round now so this is where you give us you know tools tips resources and i started with a couple of uh, maybe a recommendation or two for a, a good book either uh, i think for definitely for yourself I, I really would like a good nutritional book whether it's it's up to you whether you think it's going to be high level or if you think uh, this is a really practical useful guide to get your basics right but it's up to you i've written i've written two books i've written a little book called a fistful of food
2: yep. which, which is like a very bite-sized easy easy to digest survival guide for, for men really and women, but it yep. covers sleep, sex, addictions, basic exercise, basic nutritional principles. Was that sex and addictions or sex addictions? Sex and addictions. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, just checking.
2: <laughs> There's uh, I like um, and I like I really like Roman's book
0: Engineering Alpha. Yeah, no, that is that's, a, that's a great, a great book. This one here, can you see that? a biochemical imbalances in disease, edited by Lorraine Nicole and Woodruff. Um. Yeah, that's, that's a gold dust.
2: Okay, so we're having them too. That's very, very high level. Um, the current challenge I'm working
0: on is a single arm chin. Oh, oh my God. That is, my, that is the only current challenge really I've got myself. As in, I went to the gym very early this morning and um, you know the assisted chin up machines. Obviously, yeah. I didn't go anywhere near them until recently. And I thought, oh, wait a minute, that's a perfect tool to build up to the uh, one-arm pull-up. And uh, I'm down to about 15 kilograms assisted. Maybe.
2: That's good. Um,
0: yeah. And it's, uh, it's been a couple of weeks. Um, but, yeah, it, it will happen. I just, uh, it's just timelines, isn't it? But, no, nice that is, that's always saying I've been uh, – when I was 14 years old and um, English schools – a little pole vaulter the, uh, on the podium, the like, national coach came and said to us little kids, basically, all pole vaulters should be able to do a one-arm chin-up. And we all just like, <coughs> jaws, jaws hit the floor. Just, I literally didn't think it was possible. And I still haven't been able to do one, but I haven't actively broke it down like I'm doing at the moment. So yeah, that's a great challenge. What would you say is a, a very, uh, if you use it, a, a productive tool you use? Something you use that's quite high-tech. I'll tell you this, then... I would say ninety nine percent
2: of the people I see don't track their food intake mm. and they don't track their energy expenditure
0: yeah
2: and it's that's just bread and butter you you should before you come to a nutritionist with any problems do those two things and you'll probably work out seven yeah you're going to learn a lot then and that's yeah. and then and then that the the app which is great for that's that my fitness Power. my fitness power yeah, yeah, which is great and then um gizmo wise. I've got I've got the Misfit Jawbone Zip Fit. So that I mean, because obviously they can't see that. So do you want to just describe what what that is and what it does exactly? It's a it's essentially a pedometer yep. with a, with a sleep tracker.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. So you get you get you get quantity of sleep and quality of sleep. So it just it just tells you if you're moving around too much at night. It's really useful, um, particularly if you're experimenting with different sleep protocols on yourself. So. You know, not everyone responds well to magnesium or ZMA or whatever else it might be. Some people actually get more disrupted sleep patterns when they take those types of things. Something like this arms you with that data. Also, when, you, when I know from my personal experience, if I've, had a, if I've had a high percentage of quality sleep compared with total volume of sleep, in other words, if I've slept eight hours and seven have been solid, I can really I, I'll get better sprint times on those days yeah, I bet you,
0: go, you can go at it in your training you can,
2: yeah. yeah you can smash your training and then on other days if you've had maybe 50, a 50% success rate
0: in deep sleep you go a bit easier maybe keep a couple of reps back yeah knowledge is power definitely knowledge definitely, is power definitely at the level we all want to play at really or we should what's some of the best advice you've ever had don't smoke in bed no <laughs> I think don't smoke is good enough, but don't smoke in bed, yeah, that's like a double whammy. That's like don't over in the rain. It, it kind of sounds obvious, yeah. It's good advice, definitely. Brilliant. Um, who do you think I should interview next or very soon? Adam Carey, yeah, he's a, he's a um,
2: medical doctor and a specialist in nutrition. So all your cardiovascular risk factors, diabetes, stuff that goes wrong with most people in the workplace. Brilliant. He specialises in, 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 well, in elite sports, but he's more moving into the
0: corporate health mm-hmm. realm now. I mean, Matt, I mean, it'd be silly not to ask. Obviously, you've dealt with a lot of alphas out there, um, very famous sports people. I suppose the question is, because there's, there's so many, who do you think is a proper alpha, but more importantly, who do you think would, would do a show like this? <laughs> uh, Johnny Wilkinson. He'd love it. Oh, I'm all over that because he is on the literally on the list, the dream list, because he's I think he's literally he is the same age as me, and his one of his best best mates uh, went to uni with me, quite a good friend at um, at Loughborough, and uh, I've never I've never obviously hit that option up through that route because <laughs> the whole of uni his friend was literally bombarded like from girls basically oh can you get me a photo a photograph of johnny signs so uh yeah he was harassed because that was obviously around the 2002 2003 peak yeah and, uh, it was just a melee but no his his mate's obviously a real good guy as well and yeah wilkinson ultimate professional and alpha yes
2: um, but you could go
0: you could go for even someone like norris would he's another good one he is an absolute yeah he reminds me of Desperate Dan a bit, and that's not an insult. I think it's a good
1: thing. <laughs> he is an absolute beast.
0: Well, what you've got with people like that is they've gone on
2: to look after themselves and maintain a very high level of fitness. I mean, Johnny's not long retired. People then uh, who are continuing to follow the principles they've learned through their elite sports yeah. career and then maintaining that in the family environment, doing different challenges, bike rides and all that sort of stuff, a lot of work for charity. So lots of good I things out I'm
0: glad. I'm glad you sort of mentioned that you think Johnny would be up for it because um, I guess now is the time to find out if he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. So you don't have him on speed dial or anything like that? then? not, not currently. <laughs> cool. All right, well, um, Matt, I've been so much in this interview. We, I'm happy, but, I mean, is there anything you want to leave us with, really? Well, just that uh, if, if they're interested in learning more, they can always yeah. contact. I was Google. going to say, your, your contact details. Sorry, definitely go for it. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's, there's the t- Twitter, which is just at Matt Lovell.
2: There's the, there's the site where we put out a lot of the uh, more detailed content, which is sportsnutritionvlog.com. So rather than blog, it's blog. Yep. And then uh, if they just Google me, if they want to contact me direct to Facebook, then they can just do that.
0: Perfect, perfect. And we have all them details up on the website uh, when the episode goes live. Um, Matt, it's been brilliant. I've really enjoyed it because I say we to get that sort of a, even just a little glimpse behind what was just probably is one of the best rugby teams of all time. Thanks for taking wow. the time today and uh, great recommendations, both from books, people to interview, definitely, and uh, yeah, great resources. So we are done. Thanks for your time. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show, Adam. I really
1: appreciate it. Cheers, mate.
0: The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live
1: Limitless. This episode is sponsored by the Alpha Way Intensive. This is where we get six aspiring or current alpha men and we take them away to the coast and we just take them to another level. So if you're interested in that, we have South Coast UK, the first ever one, on very early, first week in September. Three, three days you need to be available. And then we move over two weeks later around the 19th, 20th, 21st to the West Coast USA. So if you're interested in EBA, just get in touch, reach out, it's completely up to you. You are in control of your life and you make that decision. So if you're not sure, that's fine, that's cool, keep listening. But if this sounds like something you wanna do, you need to get on a call with me as soon as possible because when they go, they go. We've got an old historical farmhouse for the UK and we have just a mountain retreat on the cliffs overlooking the coast in california so i hope to speak to some of you to very soon because this is not for all but for some of you this will really strike a chord
0: check out this fantastic podcast do the little guy a favor subscribe and review it'll help get him off my back The awaken your alpha podcast live limitless